Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Feeling distant from God, we've all felt it. It's that dull ache we can't totally explain. All we know is we don't like it, and we know the answer is drawing near to God again. Maybe you're feeling it right now. You've attempted to pray, but it feels like there's this wall. You wish you felt some emotion talking to God, but instead it just feels like talking to the ceiling. The door is closed, windows glued shut. Am I missing any other home building analogies? Well, today I want to share some tips to help close the gap with God so you can experience more intimacy with Him. But first, I want to talk about the idea that there are things we can control and things we cannot control when it comes to drawing near to God. First, we cannot control the distance that's brought on by the testing of our faith. There is a growth that happens through suffering, particularly the suffering that comes when it feels like God is silent. These are moments God uses to stretch our faith, and I want to make the clear distinction that there is some distance we can't control, and this is a prime example. In my book, Pray Confidently and Consistently, I include a whole chapter on navigating wilderness seasons and address how to walk through the ones we cannot control. Today, though, I want to encourage you in the things that are within our control and how close we feel to God, because we can control our actions and obey what God has called us to do in His Word. Oftentimes, the distance we feel occurs simply because we aren't choosing those things. So today, let's go over a response plan so we can close the gaps that we often choose with God. Number one, don't panic. As a believer, feeling distant from God feels uncomfortable. We can start questioning everything. We can let guilt and thoughts about ourselves actually cloud our thoughts on God. Your heavenly father is waiting with open arms. Instead of navel gazing about the problem, set your eyes on Jesus and run to him. The first part of James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He's good for it, y'all. This is a promise you can hold tight to. We may not always feel it, and we'll get more to that in a minute, but he will be drawing you near when you draw near. So don't dwell on the issues longer than necessary without actually taking action. Number two, assess possible reasons. Okay, let's back up. Now we are going to do some analysis, but it's in a healthy, I'm ready to make a change sort of way and not a I'm hopeless and just want to have a pity party sort of way. So get honest. What could be causing the space? Is it simple things like not making time for God? Recently, I spent a full day flooding my mind with podcasts, stayed up embarrassingly too late watching a reality show on Netflix. Would you believe I went to bed feeling super anxious about an issue that hadn't made me anxious the previous day? The ratio of time spent meditating on truth compared to time spent consuming the world was like 16 to 1. This isn't a formula game where if you watch a two-hour movie, you need to make sure you have two hours of Bible study to balance it out. Just be mindful of it. Realize it doesn't sound so crazy that we'd feel distant from God if we feel like a hero giving him five minutes of our morning and then give the world the rest of the day. 
the Bible talks about other things that separate us from the Lord. So these might also be possible reasons. Proverbs 21, 13 says, whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. Are we neglecting the poor? Are we stingy with our time and finances? Again, examples like this are tough to talk about because we aren't trying to pull strings with God. Like if we tithe the proper amount, then we'll get all of our prayers answered. That's not it. But we can't pretend to want an intimate relationship with the creator of the universe if we don't care about what he's already told us to do. Another little assessment is to think about if we really believe God is real and has the power to do what he says he can do. Do we treat prayer like a lottery ticket? I don't really think it will work, but just in case, I'll throw a little something its way. Another example, Hebrews 11.6 is clear. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Without faith, we might as well just be talking to the ceiling. That's not because God is faulty, but because how we see God is. Really take the time to assess the cause. This isn't busy work, but will hopefully also help you navigate future seasons that feel distant as you recognize patterns. Number three, confess. I already read just the first part of James 4, 8, but here's the full thing that is essential and makes our third point. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Part of drawing near must include confession. Isaiah 59, 2 also says, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Unconfessed sin dulls our ears and creates distance with God. So make time to confess. Pray that the Lord would search your heart like Psalm 139, 23 through 24 instructs. Then grab a sheet of paper and set a timer for longer than you think you should and leave space to think. And if you want more on confession, we do have a little section of that in chapter two of pray confidently and consistently. Number four, draw near to God in ways he's said in his word. Read your Bible with a desire to know who God is as you read the pages. Pray beyond the two minutes you feel comfortable doing it. Sit in the uncomfortableness of not knowing what to say and break through the wall like a runner when they keep going after they hit a wall. The good stuff is right around the corner. Crank up the worship and really lift your heart to the Lord in praise. Serve someone else. This in particular is really helpful if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your head. You may also consider fasting. This might be one of those most underperformed spiritual disciplines. It feels like it's just the big prayers who do it, but we are all called to pray in some capacity. Side note, if you have pray confidently and consistently, we've got a whole chapter on fasting as well. When we obey God in these ways, even when we don't feel a thing, this doesn't speak to us being hypocrites or phonies. I'd say that at least for most of us. This speaks to our devotion to God. It speaks to the fact that we know God is real no matter what we see or feel. It says that we've read the word and we want to obey. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. You continuing to pray and worship and read the word reveals your faith in what you cannot see. Feeling close to God is great. Actually, it's the greatest thing we can experience. But even if we don't feel God, it doesn't mean he's not there. 
If we're trying to claw our way out of that distant feeling, is it because we want to honor and worship God or is it because we don't want to be uncomfortable? Take a second to really think about that because I think it would free us up to walk through seasons we aren't quote unquote experiencing God as much. We can rest in God instead of run like a hamster on a wheel, more focused on escaping this feeling we don't like. Okay, so those are your four tips to help close the gap with God. Number one, don't panic. Number two, assess the cause. Number three, confess. And number four, draw near in the ways God's already told us to in his word. Now a call to action. Okay, I do want to share one specific call to action that you may not feel comfortable doing today, but it's something that has helped me a ton in seasons of feeling distant with God. Ask someone to pray for you with you. We don't mind asking for prayer often, but asking somebody to pray with us feels really intimidating and it feels like a big ask. This does feel risky, but when people ask me to pray for them, I am overjoyed at the opportunity to show love in such an intimate and important way. It's a big emotional ask, but in our busy worlds where we may not feel equipped to offer a lot of time, it's a highly effective way we can love our people. So ask someone today, if you are feeling distant from God, to pray for you, with you, so that you can grow closer to Him. If you want to go deeper, take a look at our show notes for links on a few things. We've got a whole blog post on six things that distance us from God that I feel like would be perfect to read after you listen to this episode. We also have a blog post on fasting that's a quick beginner's guide. And like I mentioned earlier, we go into depth on a lot of these topics in my book, Pray Confidently and Consistently. We talk about confession, fasting, and how to respond to the distance that we experience with God. You can find everything at valmariepaper.com or in our show notes. Thanks for listening to Prayer in a Noisy World.